everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Good. Good. It's a very light news day today. Is it? Yeah, we don't even have fluff stories. Oh man. Hey, we don't we don't You love fluff stories. I know. We have well, we have maybe one fluff story if you like shoes. Okay. Oh, I do like shoes. You do. I do. And that's why it's in there. Okay, cool. I left out a churro story though, so we could oh, have had another churro story. I like churros. I know. You should bring it back. Yeah, that's all right. Maybe next show. Okay. <laughs> Let's head over to the Disney Park blog for their one story. All right. Um they are preparing to open a new airport store. That's right. At uh, Disney has announced that they will be opening up a new Disney store at Orlando International Airport. And that is opening on September 19th because they're getting a new terminal okay. at Orlando International Airport. Terminal C is expected to open uh, to new guests and, and planes. Um you may wonder, Tony, who's going to be at Terminal C at Orlando International Airport? Uh, and that's mainly going to be a JetBlue terminal, uh, but they're also going to share it with British Airways, Lufthansa, Emirate, Emirates Airline, uh, Airlines, Aer Lingus, Iceland Air, Azul Airlines, North Atlantic Airways, Hawaiian Airlines, Caribbean Airlines, and Breeze Airways. Uh, so those will be uh, new. Cool. So, yeah, there's a new store. Uh, they have, of course, an Instagrammable uh, Disney location. There's going to be a giant castle. They're going to have LED wallpaper in the store. So the uh, cool. the walls will be changing. Um, and, of course, it's like any other Disney store that's inside the airport. You can get, uh, you know, your basic Disney needs taken care of there. Yes. So they, All the merchandise you forgot to get when you were in the parks. And a $13 pack of playing cards. That's right. <laughs> and that's all from the Disney Parks blog. So what's going on over in Disneyland? Um, it seems that the Magic Happens Parade might be returning. That's right. And this is based on casting calls that have appeared on the Disney Careers website. Uh, and they're looking for dancers and lookalike roles. So I guess this is very similar to what they were casting last time. Um, they've already cast a Christmas fantasy parade for the holiday season. So this would be a uh, a new parade. And, you know, rumor has it that the Magic Happens Parade will be coming back. Cool. All right. Um, in California Adventure, they are getting ready for the Oogie Boogie Bash. There is now a um, a guide and the treat bags have been revealed. That's right. Oogie Boogie Bash begins tonight, September 6th or yesterday, if you're listening to this on the day we release it. And uh, they haven't released the bags. One side of the bag has silhouettes of the Sanderson sisters advertising. Hocus Pocus 2. That's right. That premieres later this month on Disney+. Plus. And the second side of the bag uh, advertises for the Disney Plus Hallow Stream. Uh, and you can get all of your favorites and more that are now screaming, not streaming, mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. Awesome. So that is a uh, curated collection of Halloween-related movies, TV shows, and specials. Cool. It is very cool indeed. So why don't you tell us what's going on with the Oogie Boogie Bash map or guide? Okay. There's a few things on here. Uh, they talk about the treat trails, um, which is where you can get your uh, treats. Uh, your You can do your trick-or-treating. That's right. Um, and then the Mickey's Trick, or, Trick and Treat is a show that they do. It's a stage show. And a dance party. Where does that take place? Uh, where does that take it's place? It's at the Disney Theater in Hollywoodland. Okay. And then there's photo opportunities throughout. Um, and on the map that's also in the booklet, you can see where those photo opportunities are, as well as where the um, trick-or-treat spots are. 
Yes, and they also talk about entertainment. Uh, they have Villain's Grove, uh, which begins at dusk, and that is a walkthrough experience, and it's an interactive villain-inspired dreamlike entertainment uh, grove. Uh, and then they also have the Frightfully Fun Parade, uh, where the Headless Horseman rides and uh, celebrates. That happens nightly at 7.45 and 10 p.m. So uh, that's uh, that's what's going on with the Oogie Boogie Bash. Okay. All right. What's our next story about? I think that's all for Disneyland. So let's head over to Disney World. Okay. At the Magic Kingdom, um, at the Tron Light Cycle, they have started adding pavement, and it's sparkly. That's right. But, you know, it's disappointing. Yeah. Because when I heard sparkly pavement, I thought of the fiber optic pavement pavement in Epcot. Me too. That was which, the best. Which used to be my favorite part of the park at night. Yeah. And uh, it's not. This is just like shimmery mm-hmm. concrete. Yeah. So, Futuristic looking. Though. Yeah. It's probably got some glass in it or something. Uh, but, you know, construction continues. Uh, they're working on the archways near the entrance. Uh, they're also working on the uh, pathways in front with this new shimmery material. Uh, they are testing with riders, and uh, it's it's getting closer. I, I definitely expect an announcement at D23 this weekend. Yes. Oh, and Cheryl's got a call. No, it's a timer. My alarms are always going off. I set them for various things throughout the day. Excellent. All right. Um, you may have seen this on uh, social media, but there is footage of a child running um, onto the Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade float at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. This was a couple days ago, and uh, a young child ran onto the float with Pluto, started running up the steps with him. Uh, of course, they stopped the parade immediately. A dancer uh, ran over to get the child off. And then, of course, like out of nowhere, this child's father comes comes running into the, into the frame. So <laughs> The child was clearly an escapee. Yeah, I don't think this was anything malicious. No. Uh, he was carrying a soda, not mm-hmm. a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, this just, you know, this little guy may need a leash or, yeah. or, or something. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who had a leash when he was a kid because oh, yeah? he used to wriggle his way out. It well. was, it was Alec Taylor. Oh, really? Yeah. And he, Mrs. T put him in a leash. I mean, you know, sometimes a leash is just because people get lost. Sometimes I need someone to take my hand in a Walmart cause I, <laughs> cause I wander away. That is true. <laughs> All right. Um, D23 is coming up, and they like to talk about all the new things that are up and coming. Um, Epcot is still being worked on. It was uh, reimagined, and there was a whole bunch of things that were released um, about it at the D23 in uh, 2019. A lot of that ended up not really happening, um, you know, mostly due to COVID. Right. Uh, but now there's, a, there's something else that might be left out again. Yeah, so we know that the Festival Pavilion – uh, the original festival pavilion is not being built. That was a multi-story pavilion. Uh, the Mary Poppins attraction for the World Showcase, that's not being done or or is shelved for a while. Um, but they're also going to be ignoring the Play Pavilion, which was supposed to open up in the former Wonders of Life building. And, um, you know, rumor has it it's either been canceled or scaled down. Uh, and the team that has been working on it was moved to other projects, uh, and Disney has removed it from any planned presentation. So if you're looking for an update on the Play Pavilion at D23, you're probably not going to get it. Okay. But you know what we do have? What do we have? We have a bunch of stuff going on because before the D23 Expo, we have Disney Plus Day coming up on September 8th. And on that day, there will be a ton of stuff going on at Hollywood Studios, including motorcades, ear hat giveaways, 
and a Lightning McQueen dance party. Oh, boy. So on September 8th, guests may get uh, Disney Plus ear hats and buttons as they enter the park. Uh, They'll also be able to see a special Disney Plus motorcade that includes uh, Mickey and Minnie, the Rescue Rangers, Mirabelle, Tiana, and Pixar characters. That will take place at 1030, 1130, 1240, 250, 350, and 510. And in addition to the motorcade, there will be special character meet and greets spread throughout the park. In Galaxy's Edge, R2-D2 will appear by the garage, while Rescue Rangers Chip and Dale will meet guests near the Indiana uh, Jones Adventure Outpost, and at the Chinese Theater, Goofy and his son Max will make a special appearance. Cool. So that is what's going on. No better way to celebrate Disney Plus Day. No, if you can be there, that's awesome. That's right. I mentioned a little earlier that there was a, a fluff story about shoes. Uh, I kind of like the shoes, but why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about? Well, they're not just shoes. They're sneakers and they're Vans. Um, You know, Vans does a lot of uh, cute and fun uh, patterns on their sneakers. And this is a 50th anniversary Disney pattern. It is. And you got anything to say about it, or is that it? Uh, no, these these sneakers are are sixty nine ninety nine. It has an uh, kind of that old school uh, attraction look to it um, that we've seen. You know, a lot of the art that we've seen throughout the fiftieth anniversary. Uh, the sneakers are gray. Uh, they've got a white uh, sole with Walt Disney World stamped on it, and uh, they're they're kind of funky. They they'd be look like they'd be a good park going shoe. And uh, perhaps a lovely gift for uh, that special woman in my life. I would love them. Oh, or you. (laughs) All right. Um, So a lawsuit was filed over a woman who allegedly fell to her death at uh, Caribbean Beach Resort. (laughs) Well, she didn't fall to her death. No? She fell from a standing height. Okay. Well, that's what the coroner determined, how this woman died. She had blunt trauma from a fall at standing height. Um, So... Someone, her cousin, filed a lawsuit suing Disney for this woman's death. Okay. However, they neglected, and she had been at the Caribbean Beach Resort four days prior to her death. However. Did she die at the resort? No, she died four days after visiting the resort. Oh. They do not mention the circumstances around her fall. Mm -hmm. They do not mention where she fell. They do not mention how she injured herself. Um, They do not mention the specific nature of the bodily injury um, and Disney is claiming that with these lack of details, it is impossible for Disney to decipher uh, how the plaintiff claims it is liable. And they're asking for this uh, complaint to be dismissed. So the court has not yet uh, replied. Um, you know, it, it's almost like saying, you know, I went to New York and then two weeks later I died. I'm suing New and York. And I'm suing New York. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you need to have a little more concrete evidence. Yeah, that's weird. Now, did she fall off of a step? And like well, hit her and head, hit her and head. then she okay. died from a concussion. Who that, knows? That makes sense. At least tell us where it was. Right. Yeah, that's very odd. But very, you got to tell us what very, happened. Very, very poorly filed lawsuit. And they're investigating just to make sure that this person is actually this woman's cousin. Yeah, it's supposed to be filed by her cousin, which right. is very odd too. Right, because it, it, you know something like this would more than likely be settled out of court. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the Polynesian. Um, at Trader Sam's, they have a new tiki mug. It's uh, modeled after Monstro. That's right. This new Monstro tiki mug is headed to Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Uh, and uh, that was released on the Enchanted Tiki Bar Instagram site. Uh, they don't have any information on when it is being sold, um, but they just kind of have an announcement that says it's coming. It kind of makes sense because uh, September 8th is also... 
the day that they are releasing Pinocchio. So, mm-hmm. of course, you probably want to uh, capitalize upon that since Monstro is the name of the whale in the movie. Um, it looks like this was also available at one point at the Disneyland Resort, and it was on sale for $50. Okay. So uh, if you're interested in the Tiki Bar. I don't know how you drink out of this thing. It's very <laughs> small. Keep an eye out for it. It's like a shot glass. All right. All right. We're going to move to uh, some parks uh, across the ocean. Well, just one park across the ocean. Really? I thought there was a second story. Um, no. Uh, at Tokyo Disney Sea, they are previewing their new show, Believe Sea of Dreams. Uh, it is now in rehearsal, and it is expected to open up later this uh, November. Okie dokie. Oh, look, here's another story about another overseas park. Oh, just like I said there would be. <laughs> uh, Disneyland Paris looks like they have scrapped plans to build their version of Star Wars Galaxy is Galaxy's Edge uh, at Walt Disney Studios Paris. And um, they might be building either an Avatar-themed land or a Lion King-themed land. Uh, and uh, as always, you know, expect something to come from D23. Do you think that uh, the feedback on the other Galaxy's Edge uh, parks or sections just didn't get enough hoopla? Nobody was that excited that it doesn't make sense to put another one in? You know, I will always be of the opinion that it would have been great. Galaxy's Edge would have been amazing if they had built a a different Galaxy's Edge in each park, not just a carbon copy. Right. Um, And, you know, this, this section of Galaxy's Edge, you're supposed to... It's supposed to be part of the Star Wars universe, but it's a part of the Star Wars universe that was never in any of the movies and got a very brief mention in Han Solo. Right. So nobody's uh, people were not as excited, I think, once it opened as they had been uh, anticipating it. Right. So I'm just wondering if maybe they decided on something else just because it wasn't as successful as they hoped. Probably. And of course, you know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that. You know, the original plans for Galaxy's Edge had characters walking around and interacting with people, and that never happened. And there might have been a Bantha ride uh, that was uh, cut out and a sit-down restaurant that was cut out. Right. So maybe if it's a fully realized Galaxy's Edge, it, it gets a cooler. little better press. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, just like Avengers Campus. We know that there's an e-ticket attraction coming. We don't know when that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people say, well, it's just these new lands are just two rides. Right. You know, Fantasyland. There's like nine rides in right. Fantasyland. Right. You give us Toy Story Land, it's got two rides. Right. Well, three rides. You you open Galaxy's Edge, it's got two rides. Yeah. You know, and and Pandora, two rides. Right. You're not giving us anything more than two rides in a gift shop when right. you open up these new lands. Yeah. So I, it makes sense that that you know public opinion is is down on that. All right, so Terminal C at the Orlando uh, airport that we spoke about already, and we know that they have a Disney store coming. Uh, They're also going to have a Universal store. That's right. Universal Creative uh, has announced that they will have a -a one-of-a-kind immersive space with some unique storytelling in a retail uh, environment, and they are going to be opening up a new store in Terminal C as well. Uh, so that uh, that is coming soon, and I'm sure we'll get more pictures and announcements as that opening date draws nearer. All right. Um, the family that was alleging racism at SeaWorld, um, at, at, I'm sorry, at Sesame Place, which is owned by SeaWorld, says they are tired of talking. That's right. Uh, they are uh, tired of talking, and they've decided to move forward um, with possibly a lawsuit. 
Um, you know, they've been in discussions for two months. You may recall this story. This is Rosita from one of the Sesame Street parades who ignored uh, two young uh, black girls and uh, apparently then interacted with some white children. Uh, and, uh, you know, this has led to uh, SeaWorld having discussions with um, uh, civil rights attorneys, as well as the Reverend Jesse Jackson. Uh, and they're trying to make sure that they are including everyone and that they are a diverse environment. So they're going to be retraining employees. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to end up with a lawsuit. Yeah, probably. Uh, is where we're headed. And then they'll probably settle out of court. Um, it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, everybody's litigious. Well, yeah, but sometimes it's the only way to get the ball rolling on some change, you know? I mean, if there's going to be now some training and just basically sensitivity training. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe screening some of the people that are going to be characters and interacting with people because mm-hmm. you don't need people like that. No. Representing these adorable characters. As long as it's not intent, if it's, as long as it's not intentional. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes whether it's intentional or not, if the sensitivity is not there, you still might not be doing something intentionally and it can still happen. Okay. Whereas someone who's a little bit more aware. Right. It wouldn't happen to. Okay. All right. Go ahead with the next one. All right. And then in some general theme park news, if you're a roller coaster fan, um, Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, made an announcement on Tuesday that they're going to be permanently closing the world's second tallest roller coaster. Uh, and that is the 420-foot-tall Top Thrill Dragster Coaster. It has been closed since August of 2021 when a small metal object flew off the uh, the ride and struck a woman in the head. Um, there was no evidence that the park acted illegally or that there was any indication that the ride was unsafe. However, uh, Cedar Point has not reopened the ride and they've decided that it will be in their best interests to close it. All right. So that's all of the news. And uh, until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And we hope everyone has a wonderful Disney Plus day. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.